moving to the cloud and stabilizing your ACM technology really provides HR leaders with a platform needed to make smart enterprise decisions. Moving to the cloud allows you to reap the benefits of an ever-changing HCM platform that's only going to get smarter. Now, the key to that is to make sure that you have a smart implementation and you don't undercut what the software vendor is trying to accomplish. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. Welcome to another episode of our Business Acceleration Podcast. I'm Gary Baker, Global Communications Director for the Hackett Group, and today I'm joined by my colleagues Harry Osley, who is our CHRO and Global HR Advisory Leader, and Amanda Newfield, Senior Director and Executive HR Advisor. Welcome, Harry and Amanda. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Today, we'll chat about the key factors driving HR's move to the cloud and what HR organizations should consider as they embark on or continue their cloud journey. Harry, can you start out just by telling us a little bit about what you think are the key drivers for HR's move to the cloud? Why are people doing this? Sure, Gary. There's been a a tremendous move to the cloud, specifically in HR as of late. And there are really, I think, four reasons why uh, organizations are moving to the cloud. First and foremost, HR's workload in comparison to kind of the resource allocations we've had, whether that's an FTEs or, or an overall budget. We'll get into that a little bit later. The second is really trying to define consistent strategic processes for the businesses. HR is in, in business to support overall enterprise trying to drive things like smart recruiting, strategic workforce plans, really require a lot of key data that can be turned into information that can then drive smart decision-making. So that's you know reason number two. And then I think reason number three, organizations are addressing, are trying to address the virtual workforce needs, which again, require very uh, nimble uh, decision-making, smart decision-making, again, requiring key data and information to be able to support that virtual workforce that's going to be part of the enterprise fabric going forward. And then I think last is really delivering smart digitized platforms to be able to support not only the two constituents of HR, of any HR organization, which are, again, the employees of the organization, trying to provide them as, as key information, the best information possible, the best way to transact as possible, trying to drive a better experience for those employees. And then second, the businesses, not in that particular order, but the businesses as well. So in line with what the the business and the enterprise is trying to accomplish, again, delivering on smart digitized HCM platforms is the best way to gather the best data, the most accurate information, the most timely information to make smart decisions. Amanda, can you talk a little bit about HR workloads? Uh, Why is the cloud uh, critical to HR success? When you think about the total workload, I think consistently for several years now, we've seen an HR workload continue to increase. This year is no different. Looking at a total workload increase of 10.5%. But what's not increasing is HR staff to be able to handle the increased workload or the HR operating budget in order to be able to pay for work or, or other 
operating, you know, budgetary needs in order to be able to cover the gaps of the workload. So you, you see these productivity gaps and these efficiency gaps created by that change between the workload or what's being asked of HR and HR's capability to be able to deliver. I mean, that's where, where tech comes in. At this point in time, HR is at a point where they need technology that will help them drive and close those gaps in, in productivity and efficiency. We've seen HR spending continue to increase year over year. Last year, we saw a very large increase, almost 10%. This year, we're right around 1.8%. Despite all of the other kind of uncertainties around the environment and the economics, organizations are still continuing to invest in technology. And depending where they are on the roadmap, it depends on how they're investing in that technology. And for organizations who've already made that jump to the cloud, they're investing, increasing their utilization of what they've gotten. So we're seeing organizations looking to find new ways to be able to expand the scope and the utility of their systems that they've already purchased, maybe revisiting decisions that they've made in their initial implementations and expanding and growing that in order to find that efficiency and productivity needs. And then we also see organizations, more and more organizations who haven't yet made that switch to the cloud, starting to consider or even moving into making those investments into modern cloud-based HR solutions in order to start those cloud journeys so they can also reap the benefits that that technology can incrementally drive for them to help them close the gaps and be able to accomplish the workloads. Harry, I know the economic climate at the, at the moment has a lot of business leaders concerned. How does that play into the decision to move to the cloud? The economic uncertainty will continue, for sure, with some economists now predicting a softer recession landing and an uptick in the, in the back half of the year. Moving to the cloud and stabilizing your ACM technology really provides HR leaders with a platform needed to make, again, smart enterprise decisions. Moving to the cloud allows you to reap the benefits of an ever-changing HCM platform that's only going to get smarter. Now, the key to that is to make sure that you have a smart implementation and you don't undercut what the software vendor is trying to accomplish. But making sure that you do that is very, very key. So regardless of the economic outlook, HR leaders really bear the responsibility to provide the enterprise with great talent and great talent analytics so that the enterprise can flourish. To that end, the cloud allows you to do that. Independent of the vendor, there's, there's great vendors out there, all have the strengths and weaknesses. And so going through, a, again, a smart implementation of that uh, technology platform is key. But moving to the cloud allows you to reap those benefits and now's the time to do it. Now in the time of uncertainty is the key because as the economists are predicting, if the economists are correct, and I don't know if they are, I'm not an economist, but if, I don't know if they're correct, but if the software landing does take place and the back half of the year starts to drive growth, and, and we have growth in, in for sure in, in 24 and, and in 25, now's the time to be making those decisions to drive to a consistent platform that, again, allows you to make smart enterprise decisions. Amanda, what about HR organizations that have already moved to the cloud? Uh, do they have more to do or you know, are they already there? Absolutely. One of the key Hallmark differentiators and 
we just heard a little bit of that flavor from Harry as well, is that cloud is ever evolving. So it can continue to deliver new innovations, all of our cloud vendors, regardless of which one you're looking at, they're listening to their customers, they're enhancing their products. So moving to a cloud-based software doesn't leave HR stuck in one period. Like this is what you got when you implemented, you may make adjustments to certain things, but there's no real kind of growth around the application and what it delivers. And that means organizations that are already in the cloud need to continue to maintain their knowledge of that software. They need to understand new releases that are coming during the release cycles, what those features will deliver to the organization and how that applies to enhancing and growing their own processes in order to continue to reap the benefits and close those productivity and efficiency gaps. One of the key things that we're starting to see organizations look at now is really these concepts that are spanning across traditional HR silos. And one of those examples of that is job profiles, something that's very traditionally not done during an initial implementation that these organizations are going back and now looking at because job profiles is going to enable them to connect to their worker profiles. And that's really what's going to drive and lead to these more advanced and very powerful analytics capabilities within the system, particularly strategic workforce planning and initiatives around that. So again, lots of growth and lots of ways that organizations can get more out of the technology that they already have, and they'll continue to be able to grow with the software as it grows as well. Great stuff. Harry, just to kind of, you know, wrap things up, what should HR organizations consider as they evaluate their strategic technology roadmaps? First, Gary, I would say it's always sound to understand the basis for the change. Is it operating costs? Is your enterprise value pressure being put on? Are you trying to change the experience for your associates or for the businesses? So having a clear understanding of your current cost stakeholder perspectives or value metrics is very, very key. See, defining the problem you're trying to solve is essential and must be aligned to the enterprise needs. Once you have that alignment, now the second part is you need to understand, do you have leadership buy-in to solve the problem? One is alignment, the second is buy-in. Do you have the buy-in from your CFO, from your CIO, from the rest of the organization to solve this problem? If the answer is yes, then then what other key functions need to be involved? As an HR professional, do you need to buy in from your payroll? Are you trying, is payroll under your umbrella? Is that part of the solution set? Is your IT organization in line with moving to the cloud? Are there a vendor of choice that you're trying to select? And then from a finance perspective, do you have the budget to be able to solve that problem? The next aspect is really understanding your internal expertise to move to the cloud. Moving to the cloud, now changes how your HR organization utilizes its platform. It's a different platform altogether. It's more robust. There's more reporting capabilities and more analytics around today's software in the cloud. Also, having internal expertise to support that on an ongoing basis during and after the implementation are very key. And the last aspect, which would determine success, is what is the timeline you're trying to meet? Is the timeline in sync with what the vendor can provide? Is the timeline in sync with the implementation? Implementations are very, very difficult. Any implementation is very, very difficult. Technology implementations are by far much more difficult. So having a timeline that meets your needs because your resources are gonna have to be doing their day work and supporting this implementation is very, very key. Is it two 
Is it too much for you to address as an organization? Is it too slow? What's the right timing for you? That's based upon, again, your expertise, your workload, and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, it looks like we are out of time. Thank you, Harry and Amanda, for joining me and sharing your insights today. To our listeners, don't forget to visit our website at thehackettgroup.com for our archive of over 100 podcasts covering HR and other business services topics, free research, and all kinds of other information. We hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackettgroup.com. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. We'd welcome your feedback by tapping the rating on this or any episode, or send us an email at podcast at thehackettgroup.com. The Hackett Group is a global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackagroup.com.